0: Are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Friday show for you as we head into the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about the Women Tell All that tapes today in Los Angeles. I've got an update on the Reality Steve fan appreciation party. Caitlin speaks out about an editing snafu from Monday's episode. We've also got Nate seemingly throwing shade on TikTok towards Michelle after she had spoken out a few days ago in regards to Nate. And then we've got some Selena Gomez news and Grey's Anatomy news. How about that? You Ever heard me talk about Grey's on this podcast? The answer would be no, but I am today. We'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve sixty. And use code REALITYSTEVE60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash REALITYSTEVE60. And use code REALITYSTEVE60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. First off, let me start with this. The Reality Steve Fan Appreciation Party taking place Friday, June 2nd in Mandalay Bay. It's just a get-together. For all my readers and listeners, I put it together once a year. It's usually the first Friday in June. It's always in Las Vegas. This will be the seventh year of it. Six of the years have been at Mandalay Bay. And it's free to attend. If you're flying from out of town, you just have to show me a flight itinerary that your flight is booked. If you're driving in, I just need a hotel reservation, a screenshot of that. And if you're a Vegas local, you just have to promise me you're not going to flake. Right now, I only have max about 15 spots left. And we're still three months away from this thing. So if you are interested in coming, you gotta email me as soon as you can at steve at realitysteve.com. Like I said, it's just a get together. It's a three-hour party in my room the night of June 2nd at Mandalay Bay. There's food there. There's open beer and wine bar all night. Or for the three hours that we're at the party. And there's gonna be raffle and prizes and just a way for people to mingle. Now, for those of you that have been to the party in the past, you'll know that um, the food that I provide is just, it's, um, it's been like appetizers. Caprese skewers, bacon-wrapped chicken bites. A couple years I had potato skins. I've had the, those finger sandwiches and stuff. This year I'm trying something different. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a pasta and taco bar. How about that? I wanted to try something different. So we're having a pasta and taco bar and we'll see how that goes. (laughs) The only thing I'm worried about, obviously, is the spillage on pasta, getting on furniture, getting on carpet. So, I mean, I'll, I'll remind the people when we're there. I'm just kind of putting it out there now. Anybody that happens to be coming to the party and listening to this, when you're done with your plate, assuming you have a pasta, because I believe it will be a marinara pasta and a fettuccine Alfredo pasta or um, yeah, Alfredo sauce. There'll be two sauces and then tacos. But the, the pasta sauce is what I'm worried about. I've never had pasta at my party in seven years. But I had been going with the same appetizers pretty much every year. I was like, oh, I'll change it up. And the service that I use suggested, why don't you do a pasta bar? I'm like, well, I love pasta. No, it's not being catered by Olive Garden, but let's try it. And yes, I am just a little bit worried about the whole spillage thing. So I just tell people we will have trash cans in the place. So just throw your plate out when you're done (laughs) instead of leaving it somewhere and having somebody possibly knock it over and, Stains get on carpets and furniture. But yeah, so we have that. And I believe I'm also going to have a dessert tray of cookies and brownies too. So totally changing up the food this year. But beer and wine bar, open beer and wine bar for the three hours. In the past, we have run out of white wine. It seems like my guests have been mostly white wine drinkers. So I told them, let's cut back on the beer and let's cut back on red wine and have a majority of the alcohol be white wine, because that seems to be. Now, different people come to the party every year, and I don't take a survey of who drinks what. I just kind of have gauged my past parties, and it seems like we run out of white wine every year, even though I feel like I I order way more than I should. So anyway, party is June 2nd. It's open to anybody. It's free to attend. If you're interested in coming, just email me at steve at realitysteve.com. So the Women Tell All starts filming today, or starts it. It is filming today in Los Angeles. I think the biggest thing is, are we going to find out if the next Bachelorette is going to be announced at this taping? Clearly, if it is, it's going to get out. They're not announcing it thinking this episode, it won't get announced until people see the episode air, but come on. We'll know it'll get, out, it'll get out within a couple hours of this thing ending. So we'll see. I don't know if it is or not and but i do know the bachelorette has been picked as i've said for the last few days they have chosen who it is i'm just kind of waiting to hear i haven't heard any names yet and you know the whole thing with them filming the season they always film it after the bachelor is done airing but looking at the schedule the rest of the season now knowing Zach's finale is monday march 27th and then i was hearing filming wasn't going to filming was going to begin with the bachelorette a w- the weekend before, sometime on the 17th, 18th, or 19th, I'm like, I don't really know what's going on with that. What we do know is, for sure, The Bachelor, Now they haven't announced it. They haven't said anything official in terms of when Zach's finale is. I'm just telling you, it is Monday the 27th, and I'm assuming it'll be their normal three-hour finale with two hours showing us what happened in Thailand and then a the one hour live after the final rose. But if they're already filming The Bachelorette when that rolls around, that just seems weird. Especially if you bring The Bachelorette on set. Are they going to pretend she hasn't already begun filming? They've never done it. And like I said, I'm just playing the percentages here. So why after 19 seasons would you change it up? Maybe you can say, well, because the show started later, The Bachelor's going to end later. Yes, that's true, but it's, it's still possible to just wait until The Bachelor is done airing before you start filming your Bachelorette season. So we'll see how it goes and... The one thing that I do know, and this isn't anything major, but it is kind of different because back in the day for Women Tell All, it was basically every woman that made it past night one got invited to the Women Tell All. They'd always have 18 or 20 people there. Now, not all of them got speaking parts because it's only a two hour show minus the commercials and you are going to spend more time listening to what people who lasted longer on the show said. And. You know, women that are eliminated on nights two and rose ceremony two and three. It's like they're there, but they rarely ever give them too much camera time. Well, I know two people who made. Well, didn't make tra- one made travel, one didn't, but they made it past the first night. Uh, Davi is not going to be at the Women Tell All and neither is Bailey. I heard they weren't invited. So. I don't know how many we're going to have there. Probably somewhere between 12 and 15, but Davia made it to episode four. Bailey made it to episode three. Bailey was somebody that met him at the after the final rose live on Gabby and Rachel's season. Wait, no. What was the? Oh, no. Sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah. Gabby and Rachel's finale. Duh. Zach met Bailey there. She wasn't much of a major player this season. Didn't get a lot of camera time. But she made it to episode three. Uh, She's not going to be there. Neither is Davia. And I'm sure others won't be there, clearly. But once I find out anything from the Women Tell All, whether it's later on tonight and I tweet it out or I find out over the weekend sometime, I don't know. I never know when it comes to Women Tell All. I remember for the Bachelor in Paradise reunion show, you had it that night. And you had all the major info of that night that, yeah, Greg Grippa was there. And I had that within hours of the show ending. But there was one season where I didn't get anything for the tell-all show. So it's hit or miss. I don't know. I might get something. I might not. But I will update you. If I do get something, I'll update you as soon as I can. But in terms of the Bachelorette announcement and stuff like that, they have done Bachelorette announcements early. Very few they usually wait until The Bachelor live after the final rose to make their official announcement. Sometimes it's gotten out earlier, but I'm saying the show openly doing it and doing it publicly for the first time because as much as I can put it out there and I've been right more times than I've been wrong on it, but I have been wrong sometimes in terms of the new lead and who it's going to be. When I do put it out there, and it has been right. It's still not official until they bring somebody out on stage or they make the announcement on GMA or something like that. So, the couple times that I remember doing them, them doing it early, Emily Maynard was announced like sometime in February for her Bachelorette season, and Rachel was announced before she was even eliminated from Nick's season. Like they said, Rachel was going to be the Bachelorette like maybe a week or two before she was eliminated on Nick's season. But they still didn't film Rachel's season until Nick's season was done airing. It's not like they had Rachel out there and she had already begun filming. And then when they brought her on on the live after the final rose for Nick's season, there was anything there. I believe she was on the live after the final rose, but I know they didn't start filming her season until Nick's uh, season was done airing. So that's what's weird about this whole thing. And when you do it in your nineteen for nineteen. <laughs> in filming The Bachelorette season after The Bachelor's done airing. You just assume that's the way they're going to go. But this is also the first time in 15 years The Bachelor didn't start the first Monday in January and is ending two weeks later than it normally does. So maybe that's why they have to possibly start filming Bachelorette before Bachelor is done airing. We shall see. But anything I hear uh, in today's taping, I will let you know as soon as I can. So we talked a little bit last week about how Michelle... Seemingly threw some shade when she went on Ben and Ashley's podcast towards Nate because she talked about her last relationship and she put the effort in and she felt that she was abandoned or he, you know, he left clearly a shot at Nate. Well, then yesterday, Nate on TikTok, clearly a shot back at Michelle Posted a TikTok and it has the caption when you ask her why she won't block the dudes who keep sliding into her DMS and then the sound audio clip of that is just a woman saying because 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 and that like that was the joke that so clearly that's a shot of michelle i mean why else would he post that days after she says what she said about him so now we know that these two when it first happened it's like we're going to be respectful please respect our time and then you know time starts moving along they get further and further away from their relationship. Nick, uh, Nate goes on Nick's podcast, and while he didn't throw major bombs at her, he was certainly vocal about saying, "I think I think Nick asked either do you do you still love her?" And I think he said, uh, "I love the Michelle that I fell in love with on the show. Maybe not so much the one that I broke up with, you know, or the one that." I can't even remember who broke up with who, but it it seems that the further we get away from this relationship, the more both of them are kind of opening it up to, hey, it wasn't this great lovey-dovey relationship. Hell, Nate said on Nick's podcast they basically broke up three times, and it was difficult. And we know that he was supposed to move to Minnesota, never did, and now... She's mentioning things about him when she's talking to Ben and Ashley. He's now doing TikTok saying she never deleted guys and blocked guys that slid into her DMs. Like, who knows if this is going to continue on? But they're not fooling anybody. We know who they're talking about. It's it's almost like I don't really – if you want to throw shade at your ex, you can. You can say whatever you want about your relationship. Some people choose to say absolutely nothing, and some t- people seem to, like – do things that they're doing where we know who you're talking about. Why doesn't Nate just say Michelle's name? Why doesn't Michelle just say Nate's name? It almost seems, I don't want to say petty, but if you're going to talk about it, talk about it. Just say, yeah, you know what? I want to talk about what happened with Nate because I don't like the narrative that he's put out there because when he went on Nick's podcast, she had every right. To come back and be like, okay, he said that. Here's what I'm going to say about my relationship with Nate and just, you know, yada, 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 and just lay out her thoughts. But his podcast with Nick was a few months ago. And then here she is on Ben and Ashley, just mentioning it in passing. Well, my last relationship, you know, I didn't say anything in the beginning. It just seems like if you're going to go at them, go at them. There's no point in holding back. Either go at them full bore or don't say anything at all. Some people in the franchise have been good at that and not saying anything. Some can't help themselves. (laughs) And I think in these two situations, they're clearly never going to get back together. They clearly did not have any sort of what seems to be an amicable breakup whatsoever. And both sides don't seem to have agreed on the breakup and who did it with who and whose fault it was. And it might have been both of their faults. But is one willing to admit that over the other? Doesn't look like it. Nate's seemingly, put it on, seemingly putting it on Michelle. Michelle is seemingly putting it on Nate. And I don't know if it's going to get any uglier, but it's clear that these two relationship was not what it was cracked up to be on social media at all. Some pop culture news to get into, Selena Gomez took to Instagram and mentioned that she is now going to take yet another break from social media. Her exact quote was, I'm going to be taking a second from social media because this is a little silly and I'm 30. I'm too old for this. Actually, she said it during a TikTok live stream yesterday. And Selena Gomez is one of the more polarizing celebrities out there. Because for whatever reason, well, I know what it is. It's obviously stands of hers and stands of the Justin Haley relationship that these people just can't get over the fact about Selena and Justin aren't together. Selena has. I mean, there were there. There are Justin fans that believe that Selena isn't over it. Selena has said she is and she's who moved on. It did take her a while, but Selena gets criticized a lot. And I can't say that I sit here and follow everything that Selena Gomez does on social media. But she seems to get attacked a lot. And I my guess is if you were to do a deep dive onto all the people attacking her, it's probably the Bieber fans. And maybe they have a right to, maybe they don't. Like I said, I'm not following so closely and following every move that Selena does. But she had a commenter post on her page that she responded to and this commenter wrote, does anybody just feel really bad for Selena Gomez? Like, can you imagine going through a breakup so publicly with a guy who you were in love with for seven years? And then like two months later, he just marries someone. And then you have a chronic illness or an autoimmune disease, which she does. She has lupus. I can't imagine that. It's fun living with that and the flare ups in the public eye while people are watching you and then dealing with mental health when life is hard enough already. Kudos to her for being so brave and so public and so open about her journey. But I bet if we ever walked a day in her shoes where everything is so publicized, that would be so hard. So whenever I think about a hard day, I think about Selena Gomez. I feel bad saying that. But if she can do it, then everybody can. And then Selena actually responded to this commenter by saying that made me cry. Thank you. So, like I said, I do not follow everything Selena does on Instagram or TikTok or anything. I don't really follow her at all. I only see whatever the media sites cover, the entertainment sites but it seems like she doesn't get involved in a lot of drama and people just like piling on her. So. um, The only remember, the only time I remember commenting on her was when I found out that she was, you know, possibly dating the dude from the chain smokers. And now at the time I said, okay, not a good idea. She just doesn't need to be with that guy. He's run through everybody. We kind of have heard his story and if I saw correctly the few few days ago because my my niece is obsessed with Selena Gomez. So she'll send me stuff and she sent me something the other day where Selena was doing one of those TikToks where she was talking about being single. So it looks like it lasted a full month with that guy and that doesn't surprise anybody in the least bit. So I'm good I'm glad anytime anyone t- wants to take a social media break, I'm glad. I hope they stick to it cuz a lot of people say they're going to and they're like I'm going to take a year off and then they're back on in 2 weeks. Like That doesn't make any sense. It makes you look stupid. So I'm not really sure how long this is going to last. I hope it does last though. And for her sake, because she does have lupus. She does suffer from depression. She was at a really bad point within the last five years. She's been through a lot. I have not watched her movie, but I heard it was very, very hard and very vulnerable of her to open up the way she did. So, Credit to her. I hope she takes care of herself. And now that she's, I was going to tell people just, hey, hey, how about laying off her and not saying anything and commenting nasty things about her, but she's going to be gone off social media, seemingly for a second time now for who knows how long. So you won't be able to attack her. And finally, I said in the open, I was going to talk about Grey's anatomy. I don't really know anything about Grey's anatomy to be honest with you. I know who the characters are that are on it. I know that Ellen Pompeo has been on that show since day one. And I know that, you know, her name is Meredith Gray. The show is about her. And last night was her final episode, I guess, at least full time. And I didn't know. I mean, I didn't even know it was her last episode last night. I remember reading the headlines like months ago oh, this is going to be Ellen Pompeo's last season. Okay, great. And I'll, I'll hear headline stories here and there. But I follow Olivia Caridi on, on Twitter and on Instagram. And Olivia Caridi was fired the fuck up last night about whatever this last episode for Meredith was. And I love Olivia. You know I love Olivia. Uh, another, uh, again, a, a shout out to Olivia for going on Courtney's Off Contract podcast this week and giving me a shout out. Um, I will always have Olivia's back. She knows that. And I, and I appreciate, um, the shout out she gave me on Courtney's podcast. But last night she tweets this, like I said, I'm just sitting scrolling through Twitter. I had no idea Grey's Anatomy was on. I remember I watched season one on DVD and I've never seen an episode since I didn't hate it, but I was like, there's so many shows like this. It didn't really stick out to me. It was just another drama on ABC. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't need to continue watching, but I did see season one, so I kind of know things, but certainly not. (laughs) What are they, in season 18 or something like that? Anyway, Olivia tweets this out last night. I'm sorry, how is this a goodbye to Meredith? She loses her last patient and runs out of the hospital as quick as she can? Then she tweets, wow, I've been watching this show since 2005, and this is the goodbye to our main character. Over half of my life, I am speechless. This is the worst episode of TV I have ever seen. And then she tweets or retweets somebody who says, who wrote that shit show of a farewell episode? I just want to talk. And then Olivia says, sorry, at Gray's ABC. Done with the show forever. What a slap in the face to your OG fans. Those were just her tweets, and then I saw her Instagram story, and she's sitting there with a friend of hers, and they both just could not believe what they had just watched. Again, I didn't see the episode. I have no idea how they handled it. Apparently not very well, according to Olivia and her friend. But um, is there anyone that could shed any light on this for me? Was it as bad as Olivia was making it out to be? It seems like it was, because when I listened to the Instagram story, it's like she only got like five minutes of camera time. Like the episode wasn't even about her. So is she definitely done? Is she going to come back and make in the article that I read, it said she's still going to do the voiceover for the show. And she's probably going to make an appearance at some point again, before this show goes off the air, I would think, but she's not a regular anymore. I get it. But was it really, was it that bad of an episode for her supposed last, you know, final farewell and, and leaving Grays in Seattle, whatever. So just out of curiosity, um, but Olivia, <laughs> she was fired up last night listening, uh, watching that show. Man, sorry, Grays fans, if it was that bad, but it'll be okay. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Again, much appreciate it. I hope you all have a great weekend. And we'll be back here on Monday with yet another Daily Roundup. So until then, I'll talk to you Monday. See ya!